Hey there, and welcome to day 340 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast of the matching YouTube channel that's titled Just the Same. And that means, you guys, only 25 more podcasts. Can you believe that? <laughs> it seems so audacious in the beginning to say, yep, we're going to do 365. We're going to do 365, you know, miracle stories in 365 days. And yet you guys were crushing it. There's only 25 stories left. <laughs> I think the bigger struggle I'm having is, man, when I made a list the other night, I still have so many good stories that I would absolutely love to share. And so some of them are tough and some I'm wondering how to delicately share them. And I'm just going to let the Lord direct my steps and, and yep, we share that one. And yep, that one we keep for later. I've just got to trust him that he's at the wheel and everything's going to play out just the way that it's supposed to. So I need to relax about it. Just tell me, Andrea, just relax about it, right? Um, so I'm reading another great, sweet little piece. It's so funny how Scarlett already, she's just like Griffin. She's like, yeah, my owner, she just chats at the sky. She talks to herself all the time and she's just laying there snoozing. She's like, she, she could care less. She's like, go ahead and talk away. It's just like Griffin. I just think that's the cutest thing that they just get used to you and she knows this is my norm. She's like, yep, this is just what we do. I go to bed a little early while you write, and then you chat at the sky. <laughs> Isn't that funny? But I'm sure that's the way she sees it. She's like, this is just what we do. Um, how quickly that happened, right? I mean, look, I haven't had Scarlet. Well, I've had Scarlet six weeks now. I've had her six weeks. That's hard to believe. Um, the summer is just cruising by, isn't it, y'all? It's crazy. So I'm going to read just a cute, sweet, short little piece that I wrote called Too Good to Be True. And so it begins. I was talking to David on the phone, but then it was obvious that he could see me. Whoa, wait, what? How can you see me? I asked him standing in the sliding glass door of the guest house I was living in that overlooked our family's tennis court. Look down a bit. Can't you see me? <laughs> he asked real flirty. It was dark, so I couldn't see much other than my own reflection in this glass door, which I now realize he was somehow seeing. No, I said, confused but excited. Why? Where are you? Are you here? I looked beyond the front deck and down the hill towards the lower driveway, and he flashed his headlights on and off real quick to let me know he had called me on a car phone and that he had driven the half hour out to see me. I mean, my mom's Jag and it has a car phone. <laughs> so I thought I would surprise you, he said to me while turning off the ignition. Oh, yes, yes, you did. Well, come on up. Come on up and see me. The door's open. I'm going to run upstairs and change, I told him. I came downstairs with a low side ponytail tan legs at the bottoms of white shorts, and a loose, bright gold v-neck sweater. You look great, he said, smiling at me while laying the full length of the couch with his feet propped up on the end. <laughs> Thank you, I said to him. As I came around the back of the sofa, I slid my bomb down that back to make a little room for me and draped my legs over his waist, reaching to play with his curls behind his ear. I see you save room for me which clearly I had made for myself. 
You're so cute, he said again. Just seeing you makes my whole day better. Why? What's going on? I asked. Work going okay? Yeah. It's just the stress of balancing my time with everyone. My dad can get jealous of my stepdad, but then I feel the heat of it. But that's not why I'm here, he says. My hand stops pulling its curls between my fingers and stops to rest on his shoulder so I can listen real close. Because we're both so busy and I can work at the airport so late, I I wanted to figure out how we can spend more time together, he says to me with the seriousness of the sun. This force of a man drove all the way out here to tell me that he thinks I look great. He thinks that I'm cute. (laughs) I make his whole day brighter and that he wants to figure out how to spend more time together. Me. Did I know the gift that I held? Did I know that I was worthy? Did I feel like I deserved him? Did I worry the tide could turn in a day? Did I worry if I could keep his interest? Did I worry that it would end before it got started? I don't know. All I really knew at the time is that it all felt way too good to be true. And it was happening to me. Father knows the gift that you are. He knows that you are worthy. He knows just what you deserve. And it's all coming. He's not trying to trick you, love. He's trying to prepare surprise, and delight. Be prepared for abundance. Be prepared for the love that you've been waiting for. He knows that he has a really good plan, plans to prosper you, plans to give you great hope and the great future that you deserve. Prepare to love and be loved like you've never experienced before. I love you. I like those little words. Like I say, short little story. Just short little story. I remember it still so clear, though. I cannot tell you. I cannot tell you how clear I remember this. Like I say to the tune that I remember what I went upstairs and changed into. I know exactly. I'm like, I am such a visual person. And these things just stick. And especially this time, like I say, it was so intense that it's just imprinted. Um all of these different stories and conversations and images and impressions and takeaways, if you will. Like I learned so much from this little blurb, as you're going to (laughs) see. Like, do I call it a blurb? What is it? You're going to see. You're going to see it. I'll continue to write. This will be what, you know, I'll write right into, um, uh, into the weekend. And it, it, you know, I'll wrap it up real sweet. And like I say, move on to more miracle stories. But this, this was a miracle. This whole experience was a miracle. And the residual miracles from it are insane. And um, I don't think even, I don't think last night, no, night before, I'm like, when did I write? Mm -mm -mm. I know I wrote about little Riley going to Top Gun, right? Okay. One of the miracle stories that I don't think I'm going to write about, so I'm just going to tell you the accounting. 
is how crazy it was that when I was dating a pilot, I had no idea that just shortly down the road I was going to be dating a Blue Angel that uh, flew a F-14 for the Navy, if you will. And I went to an award benefit in San Diego way back in like 1990, and the the naval ships were docked there in San Diego, and we got to go on them, and it was an amazing, crazy great day. And, you know, being as how my boyfriend was receiving an award, I was, um, you know, I was dressed in naval colors. I was wearing navy slacks with a white, um, kind of a white shirt that had a navy lined lapel, I guess is kind of the way to describe it. Really super cute. Um, and I had these, I had found these shoes at Nordstrom's that were uh, navy and white, <laughs> which will sound kind of funny, but I mean, it was the 90s, you guys, <laughs> so be easy now. But anyway, like, I remember the day, I remember the outfit, all of this. Well, I just have to tell you this, that the most recent gentleman that I dated back in Oregon before I moved here to Colorado, he was even, he was younger than me by like probably seven, eight years, something like that. He literally was there in San Diego that day, way back in 1990. And I thought, I'm not kidding, I thought he was just being silly. I thought he was playing with me. I thought he was just kind of trying to be goofy or kind of romantic and saying that he saw me there. He's like, no, I saw you there. And I'm like, whatever. I'm I'm just dying. I'm like, you're so funny. You did not. He's like, no, seriously, I was there. Here's what he describes to me. He says, you and your boyfriend that I didn't know if it was your boyfriend or husband at the time, but he said, I remember seeing you and I was watching you um, cross the grass with him hand in hand. He's absolutely right. And he goes, you stuck your heel down in the grass and your, and your, your shoe got stuck in the grass and you walked out of it and just started laughing. And you were both laughing. And he, listen up, you guys, he was absolutely right. He was absolutely right. Now, obviously, I'm not going to write, you know, a miracle story around that thing. You guys, look at the miracle of God and his orchestration and what he does. That is insanity. Like, that was San Diego. This wasn't even anywhere that I've ever lived or, you know, the whole thing. This was a guy that was even much younger than me. So picture that. If he was seven or eight years younger than me and I was maybe 19 or 20, think of how young this kid would have been that was seeing me get my heels stuck in the grass. And how many years later and how many states away was I dating him and he's telling me that he saw me that day and he remembers me? That is a God that is so way up in our details and our people and spaces and places that I, I have no words. Like, I'm all done. <laughs> I just so want you guys to know that he is way up in your details, that, that you just have to know that you are so ridiculously seen, so ridiculously loved, so ridiculously accounted for, and that every day is a miracle and you are the miracle in it, that he adores you that much. Um, and so stand in anticipation of blessing and receiving this abundance and overflow 
that he promises and it will be given to you. No doubt about it. I have not a doubt in the world (laughs) that blessing and good things are headed your way. Um, No doubt about it. If you're hearing this word, it's for you. And it's a word for me. Um, A word of encouragement that you can just rest in and go to bed tonight and wake up and say, thank you. I received that. (laughs) So have a great night, of course. I'll be chatting at you tomorrow. Okay, take care.